0: Welcome back to Ignite. You know, as Christians, we're almost never told we should share our faith and never, I mean never, told that it's not optional. I mean, when's the last time your pastor told you to go to the world and tell people about Jesus? It's only, of course, the Great Commission, right? Higher in importance than everything else God calls you to do. Just think about it. God didn't say, go into the world and pray or go into the world and read the Bible, or even to do good works. He said, go into the world and preach the gospel. Tell people about Jesus. Uh, I know most of you are ignoring it, but but you can't ignore it. If God said it this clearly, I mean, how can you ignore it? Share your faith as your primary God-given task. <laughs> not only are you not doing the number one task that God's called us to do, we don't even think about it. That's not a small problem. It's the problem and why America has become a post-Christian nation. Think about it. So why are we not making face sharing our number one task? Well, it's Romans 10, 15 that spells it out pretty clear. Remember, it says, How will anyone go and tell them without being sent? <laughs> We're not being sent. Think of uh, all the sermons you've heard on Bible study and prayer, and then... Try to remember the last time you heard a sermon telling you to share your faith, leave alone being told that it's the most important thing God's called you to do. I mean, most Christians have never heard that. You know, people rarely rise above their level of expectations, right? So if, if no one is expecting you to share your faith, chances are you're not sharing your faith. And, and that's why America's in this mess that we're in today. Over 80% of our population isn't going to church. So how are they going to know about God unless someone tells them? Unless we tell them and we're not telling them. That's the point. I don't have to tell you we're living in a wicked and perverse generation. Over 80% of Americans are unbelievers, blinded by Satan, unable to see the light of the gospel, lost in confusion, seeing good as evil, right? And evil is good and literally glorying in their shame. Some of them are bad people, but most of them aren't. They're just lost. And the only reason they're lost is because we've allowed them to be lost by our silence. And that's on us. We're their only hope. We're America's only hope. Do you understand that? Their only hope is us. How, How can they know God loves them unless somebody tells them? They're not going to church. If Christians like you and me don't start telling the lost that God loves them, there is no hope for America. It's over. This, this is where we're at today, folks. At almost every church, Share Your Faith is at the bottom of the list of things, of things your pastor tells you to do. If it's mentioned at all, and it usually isn't. And again, that's why we're doing these podcasts. This is Spiritual Warfare. And we're losing the war because no amount of logic or reason or political speak can solve this problem. It's spiritual. It's spiritual blindness. You can't reason with people who are spiritually blinded. This is a battle that can only be won by every Christian moving everyone every day closer to Jesus. And we better get busy. Again, over 80% of Americans have been blinded by Satan. There's a scripture about that. Remember it? In, in 2 Corinthians 4, 4. It tells us the God of this age, the God of this age, that's Satan, has blinded the minds of unbelievers so that they cannot see the light of the gospel that we see that displays the glory of Christ who is in the image of God. They can't see what we see. But it gets worse. Pew Research studied 50,000 sermons from over 6,000 churches And found that less than 10% of all the sermons, of all the sermons, even mentioned salvation. We, the church, or us, the Christians, we've allowed our pastors, we've allowed our churches to mesmerize us with three point edifying sermons, teaching us how to be better people, doing nothing to stop 80% of our population from falling into Satan's hands. And they have. Well, we've been doing nothing. We've been pointing fingers (laughs) and betting anger and and seeing ourselves better than them. We're not. But for the grace of God, all of us would be where they are. With the 80% of Americans who are lost in darkness and despair and seeking God, they're seeking God. Did you hear that? Over 80% of the unchurched know the world's out of control, would like, to believe, would like to believe there's a God who can make sense out of the chaos, are looking for somebody to tell them and, and already have at least one Christ in their life that they trust. That's astounding. I mention this so often because it's, it's even hard for me to understand the, the opportunity this brings to us. Even without church buildings, we could ignite America with revival in 30 days. Just using the influence God's already given us. That's why we're doing these podcasts, to ignite solid Christians like you, who have never shared your faith before, to share your faith. You see, it's only when God transforms the minds of the lost and takes the scales off their eyes that they can comprehend truth again. And when they repent and and turn away from their godless ways, they will see evil as evil and good as good. And they will vote with intelligence and discernment. And America will turn its heart back to God. That's that's real hope for America. We can do this. And it happens best one person at a time. That's where you come in. You think it's impossible to ignite America's revival one person at a time? Well, (laughs) There's 30 million of us who know the Lord, who have direct influence with over 80% of the unchurched. Just saying. This this is not Mission Impossible, unless Christians like you refuse to do it. And we can teach you how to do it fast at igniteamerica.com. It's a great site. You got to go there. God made the share of your faith, your first work, the first thing every person does when they get saved, and that's what God called you to do every day for the rest of your life. God never intended that your first work, confessing with your mouth that you're saved, would be a one-time experience. In fact, in his letter to the church at Ephesus, you may recall in Revelation chapter 2. God tells Christians who have stopped doing their first work, who have stopped sharing their faith, to repent. He's saying that to Christians, repent. (laughs) He's saying, if you're now telling people about Jesus, you need to repent and start doing it like now. (laughs) That's how serious this is. Now, I've been giving you the mandate, and make no mistake, it is a mandate. God has mandated that you share your faith. There's no wiggle room. But, but God's mandate is you to share your faith for your good. This is the great news. He's wired you, and He knows what sharing your faith does for you. I suspect you've never heard this before, but it's biblical, and I can prove it. God made faith sharing His top priority for you because what it does for you, and secondarily, what it does for the lost. I, I know you've never heard this before, but it's, it's so true, and it's so clear. Listen to his words in Isaiah 43.10. This is a scripture that I memorize, I share so often, and it's from the Old Testament, okay? Isaiah 43.10, thus saith the Lord, I appoint you as my witness so that you will believe. If I was God, I would have said, so that uh, they will believe. (laughs) But no, God said, so that you will believe. Can you comprehend the power of that statement? If you will believe, if you have rock solid faith, it's the end of worry, right? If you have a rock solid faith, you'll have joy all day, every day, regardless of your circumstances. If you have a rock solid faith, you'll have intimacy with God that you never knew was possible. It's so incredible when you know God's using you and speak it through you. So how does God's witness, meaning sharing your faith, make your faith rock solid? Well, that's easy. It happens automatically. The moment you start moving everyone, I mean everyone every day closer to Jesus. It's, it's a nice phrase, has a nice ring to it. But the power of that statement, realize that you're in full-time ministry and everybody around you is your mission field. And you want to move everybody watching you, everybody you can influence. I mean, God, who you want me to talk to? And when you think about that, and, and still a, a regular life, I don't mean lopsided, but, but just know it. And all your conversations, all your fun and your meals and your entertainment, you keep that as your number one priority. Remember on average, 80% of those around you, uh, cashiers, people standing next to you in line at Starbucks or the grocery store, servers in restaurants, <laughs> people in waiting rooms, even operators on the phone are living in fear and are looking for somebody to tell them about God. This is huge. I can tell you after 40 years of sharing my faith on a daily basis, it's never been easier to talk to people about Jesus. But you don't start there. You start by loving on them. Love on people and, let, and just let them know that you're a Christian. If only by saying and parting and meaning it, uh, well, have a good day and hey, God bless you. You'd be amazed how just that affects people when you do it all the time. It's amazing. God says they will know you're a disciple by your love, right? You don't need training to love on people. Ask them questions show genuine interest, and you amaze amazed how quickly people reveal pain that they wouldn't even admit to their closest friend, and then allow the Holy Spirit to speak through you with words you know didn't come for you, and watch the impact of your words on that person. I got to tell you, there's nothing in the Bible that suggests that you will know, they will know you're his disciple by, by, by reading script, <laughs> okay, or telling your life story, or by finding one person a day or one person a week to, to share your story with. You you have hundreds of stories and how God has rescued you and, and done so many things for you and, and 80% of the people around you your loss. How are you going to pick one a week or one a day? And what about all the others? None of that makes sense that you've been told. Jesus said they would know your disciple by your love. Let's get back to that. Not by your sales pitch. <laughs> Just love on people show concern for people, ask them questions, and watch them open up. It's amazing. And then allow the Holy Spirit to do the rest, to speak through you. He knows exactly what that person's need is and what you know in your own brain and have experience that's a perfect match to that person's need. And yes, God, the Holy Spirit brings that to your mind and you find yourself sharing a story you haven't thought about in years. And you know at that very moment, without question, God just spoke through you. There's no other experience like that in the human experience, I gotta tell you folks. No other way to have that kind of intimacy with God without allowing God to speak through you. That's what it's all about. That's why he wants you to share your faith. Not so much for them, it is for them, but it's more for you. It'll light your life, it will ignite your life. <laughs> this 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 whole thing about the Holy Spirit speaking through you. I mean, we've had all this, all these training things about evangelism, right? You gotta do this and this, and I've been so frustrated though, I was back in the early years of my face sharing experience. And then I found this this verse in Luke 12, 12, and it says, For the Holy Spirit would teach you at that moment what needs to be said. Hear me on this. This is intimacy with God that can only be experienced when you're sharing your faith and, and can never be experienced when you're reciting a script or telling the same story over and over again. The only preparation you need for spontaneous, unexpected encounters with complete strangers is to seek God with all your heart, all your mind, all your soul, and all your strength. God, I'm yours. Because... When you love God that much, you love people that much and nothing can stop you from leading them to Jesus. God wants to use you as a vessel to change people's hearts. That's what life's all about. Life's about redemption. That's what faith sharing is all about. And the impact of those uh, experiences on you is why God has commanded you and commissioned you to share your faith, not to recite a script again. Pardon me for for repeating that, but that's what we've been told over the years, right? It's not just to re- re- recite a script or talk to one person a day or a week, but to move everyone every day closer to Jesus. Here's what I'm trying to tell you: there's there's no other human experience that matches this human experience. Do you understand that? <laughs> I can't I can shout that enough. And it's so different from what we've thought about it, sharing faith. Oh, I gotta share my faith. I know I, I don't want to. You hyperventilate and you pray and you're praying, God, I hope it and then and then they don't get saved and you think I failed. I mean, all this stuff that goes on. It's, it's we've made it hard. And it's so easy. And and the way you do it is fall in love with Jesus again. Go back to your first love. Because back at that the Church Ephesus. he said, you've left your first love. Every new Christian, their first love is God. They're so excited. And they automatically share their faith. The first thing they do is share their faith. You can always tell a new Christian because they're sharing their faith. You can usually tell a mature Christian because they're not sharing their faith. They've kind of gone through the motion. That's what God is speaking to. He's saying, you've left your first love. You stop doing the first work. You need to repent and come back to me, and get ignited again. That's 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 where we could say not just praising God on Sunday morning in the worship service, but have that experience all week long. This mountaintop valley thing that we've been told, um, this is how you level that out. This is how you have consistency in your life. Because when you love God, you're sensitive to His timing, what's going on now. Right, frankly, the, the bad news that comes every day, I just say we're getting closer to the rapture. We're getting closer. We're getting closer to heaven. And that means we got to pick up our speed. we got, we got to work harder to get everybody we know into heaven until it's too late and they're left behind. When you know God just orchestrated an unexpected conversation and the Holy Spirit reminded you of a story or a scripture or a life experience out of nowhere that speaks to the heart of that person's need and you see that person changing before your very eyes, I mean, wow, that's intimacy with God that can only be experienced when you share your faith as God instructed you to share it, wholly trusting on Him and following His lead. 1 Peter 3.15 is a wonderful verse that you should read in multiple translations. The King James Version, I happen to like, says, But sanctify the Lord God in your heart. This is the only preparation you need, to seek God every day with all your heart, all your mind, all your soul, all your strength, allowing nothing to come between you and God. Sanctify God in your heart. That's all the preparation you need to have divine encounters every day. It's not a once-a-lifetime experience. It's a continual. Expect it, and the more you expect it, the more it happens. <laughs> I, I I even wonder how many times I miss it. Is as, as much of a focus I have on that. At the end of the day, I, I take an inventory, and and I and I hate to tell you, but on a lot of days, i as I take my inventory for that day of all the people I talk to. Only then do I realize that was an opportunity, and I got so focused on what we were talking about, I missed the most important thing. God orchestrates, He, he directs our steps, but He also directs their steps. And those are divine encounters. And how often do we blow Him off? I really. I, 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 I often picture God saying, Oi, Ve, <laughs> I did all that, and then Barry just walked right out and Ah! I know that happens, happens to all of us. But if we take an inventory at the end of the day and think about that, pray at the beginning of the day and say, God, help me this day to have my antenna up and to move everybody every day closer to Jesus. And then at the end of the day, when you're praying, go back and do an inventory of the day. And I got to tell you, that'll start moving you closer, you closer to Jesus. You get what I mean? I want to go back to the scripture. Sanctify the Lord in your heart, and be ready always to give an answer to every man that asks you a reason for the hope that's within you, with meekness and fear. Did you did you get that? With meekness and fear, it's it's not a sales pitch, folks. It's a loving conversation with. No time demands for getting someone saved in one conversation. It's God's timing, and and it's a team sport. You may be the first or the last person on the team to lead that person across the line into salvation. Uh, Only God knows where you are in that process. Your job is to simply move everyone every day closer to Jesus by simply loving on them and allowing the Holy Spirit to direct your conversation. It's, It's that easy. Seriously, it's just... Just do it. <laughs> and the moment you start doing it, you would not want to keep doing it because it's so much fun and it's so fulfilling and it puts a bounce in your step. And this is what being a Christian is all about. And, and sadly, most Christians have never, never gotten there. They're 99% there. And Satan so wants to keep you from getting there because he knows if you get there, <laughs> you're out of his reach. <laughs> Here's the bottom line. When you're in sync with God, allowing nothing to come between you and Him, no one can stop you from sharing your faith. You're going to share your faith. Training or not, you're going to share your faith. Everything you do and say will share your faith. But but if you're not in sync with God and you're trying to share faith in your own strength, with your own words, at best you'll struggle and you'll soon find yourself not wanting to do it. If that's where you are right now, this is good news on top of good news. You can forget about memorizing scripts and trying to find the the right person to tell your story to. Every day becomes an adventure when you allow God to direct your steps, creating divine appointments, reminding you uh, in real time what to say to change people's hearts and, and watch God transform their lives right in front of your eyes people you don't even know. <laughs> and then there's the transformation that takes place in your life when you share your faith. This is the real reason Satan wants to stop you from sharing your faith. I got to tell you, if you're not seeking God with your whole heart and allowing him to speak through you to the lost, you've never experienced the joy and the ecstasy and the intimacy with being with God to with being in sync with God. It's incredible. God, help me to communicate this. This is God's word. This is not, I, I peddle car wax. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a layman. It just, it just happens that I was taught this long ago, and I have the obligation to share it. And, and I want you to have the fun that I'm having. I see so many Christians struggling today and worried about the bad news. And what are we going to do? And oh, poor me and not saying that the bad news is good news because it's getting us closer to Jesus. We're running out of time. And even the lost are understanding that. Even they're getting the idea something's dreadfully wrong. And that's opening them up to the good news. And we have the good news and we can't keep it under a bushel basket, Okay. <laughs> We're not talking about being a committed prayer warrior or Bible study or a do-gooder. We're talking about loving God with your whole heart and loving your neighbor, everyone around you as yourself, being as concerned for their salvation as you are your own. And when you do that, no one can stop you from praying without ceasing or being in the Word every day at every opportunity with purpose, seeking answers to questions you're being asked. You see, Sharing your faith ignites everything we're called to do as a Christian. That's why it's so important. If you want to know more, just go to igniteamerica.com. There's no sign-ups or passwords. You're instantly into a, a world of information that will make faith sharing so easy for you with information and articles and statistics and videos and people just like you talking about how they're having the time of their life moving everyone every day closer to Jesus. We We have... We have put a ton of work into this without asking for anything in return. It's our gift to the body of Christ. It's it's our gift to you. Please go there. Help us to ignite your life. (laughs) See you next time.